you guys, and welcome to Reset Your Mindset. I'm your host, Jen Barron, and I'm a certified life coach. This podcast is about ways to break up with daily anxiety, perfectionism, and people-pleasing, and a bunch of other things. And one of those things that I want to start out with in episode one is like a human brain 101, or kind of like... um, the human brain for dummies, if you will, because I think it's really important to have these foundational uh, pieces because without them, it's it's hard to build on top. So I'm gonna go over um, a few things that I think are really important as we start our journey together um, for ways to just make your life better because we're not given a manual for how our brains work. And once I learned this stuff, it made such a difference to me. And I can't wait for you guys to learn them and keep them in mind as you're going about your day because it really makes things so much easier and so much um, more understandable. So the first thing I want to talk about is one of my favorite words, and that is neuroplasticity. I know you might be listening to this on a Monday morning or you're in the car and you're like, great, Jen, we are starting with a sciencey word right from the start. Well, it might be one of your favorite words too after you realize what it's all about. So neuroplasticity is the change in our neural pathways and synapses, um, think habits and thoughts, that occur due to changes in behavior, environment, or our brain's processes. And during these changes, the brain engages in basically like synaptic pruning. So think about um, like when you prune down your roses or another plant. I don't have the biggest green thumb, but go with something like that. Um, And so it deletes the connections that aren't used very often or very necessary. And then it strengthens the new ones or the ones that we use more often. So when we're changing our thoughts, we're pruning or cutting back the old ones so that the new ones can grow and thrive. But this is why change is possible. Because when your brain's neurons and synapses are firing together, they get stronger and stronger and stronger, which is like when you're going to the gym and you're lifting weights, your biceps or whatever muscle group you're working, it gets stronger each time you either do more reps or add some more weight. And so it just gets stronger the more that you use it. And the longer that we practice a thought or we practice a habit, the stronger it gets. And so the beautiful thing is no matter how long you've had a particular thought or you've had a particular belief, you can change it. And it might take a little bit longer, but it's not going to take, if you've had a thought for 25 years, it's not going to take 25 years to change that thought, which is a beautiful piece of neuroplasticity. So it just takes some consistent practice, but it doesn't take perfection because remember, we don't do perfection around here because it's a load of crap. So um, even if you've thought the same thing um, for decades, you can change it. 
and that is so fantastic. So after neuroplasticity, what I want to tell you guys about is the limbic system. And that is the primitive part of our brain. It's the oldest part of our brain. And it has three basic um, things that it does. It wants to decrease pain, both emotional and physical. It wants to increase pleasure. And it wants to do everything as efficiently as possible. So this is why uh, when you might be cooking something and you get too close to the flame, um, your body sends that, um, that sensation or that heat um, to your brain and you pull away really quick. Well, your brain has learned that that heat, that fire, that intensity um, could hurt you. It could burn you and, you know, worst case scenario, kill you. So these things that the brain does is always to keep you alive, always to keep you alive. So that's how it tries to decrease physical pain. But the brain also perceives emotional pain as something that could kill you. And so it's always trying to keep us safe emotionally. And so that's why whenever we feel sad or we're feeling grief or we're feeling upset, frustrated, just think of anything that falls in that category of a negative emotion. Our brains don't like it because they think that it will kill you. And so that's why most of us want to um, skirt away from those emotions, not look at those emotions or those feelings. Um, we try to numb out with either, you know, getting on our phone or overeating or over drinking, um, you know, anything to get away from those feelings because our brain perceives it as something that could kill us. So it's just trying to protect us and keep our species going, but it hasn't caught up with, with what's really going on um, in that that emotional pain won't kill us, even though it's telling us that it will. So, um, so the limbic system definitely has a beautiful part that it plays for us, um, but we have to really, really keep this in mind. Um, knowing this and having this in your back pocket will really, really serve you a lot um, because it explains so much as to why we do so many of the things that we do, um, especially when they're not really serving us. Um, so that's why we can tend to freak out over an email or freak out over something that uh, our significant other said because our brain is perceiving it as a literal danger to our survival. So keep that in mind. Um, and then the third part of the limbic system is it wants to do everything as efficiently as possible. And so... Um, Imagine if our brain had to relearn what a doorknob was over and over and over. Thank God that we don't have to relearn that and that we know what it is. Our brain has figured out that, oh, okay, that's a doorknob. I turn that so that we can get out of the room. So yay for efficiency. That is fantastic. But the efficiency can also hinder us in that we can jump to conclusions. We can make assumptions about things. Um, 
there's just a number of different ways where that efficiency can get in our way. And I'll talk more about that in other episodes, but I just wanted to let you know that. Um, and also too, I want to back up for just a second with the decreased pleasure, pardon me, the, um, decreasing pain. Um, when our, our brain thinks that, um, that we're going to be in danger from something physical, it wants us to be as safe as possible. And so when we are, it also wants to increase our pleasure and because pleasure keeps us alive. And when we're sitting and we're just camping out on the couch or, um, we are watching Netflix or, you know, we're doing something else that we, that our brain feels is pleasurable. It knows that in the past that has kept us alive. And so that's one of the reasons that it can be challenging to get off the couch when you really just want to keep sitting there rather than going for that walk that you said you would go for, or, doing that thing that you told your spouse you would do four days ago. Um, you know, it's just kind of a natural tendency for us to want to increase pleasure because it kept us safe. Now that's not a good reason um, at all for not doing that thing your spouse asked you to do three days ago or for not going on that walk that you know is going to make you feel better and help you reach your goals, but this is why. So, and I think when we learn our why about things, um, it can be a lot easier to make changes, which is one reason that I wanted to go over this human brain 101 so that you can have an idea of why you're doing or not doing some of the things that you are so that you can be a little bit more compassionate uh, and understanding so you're not beating yourself up constantly um, because oh my god i'm just i'm so lazy i'm so unmotivated i'm so this i'm so that well that certainly isn't going to help you and these are a couple reasons why it can be challenging to get motivated or why it can be challenging to get started with something so um, so that's our limbic system. And then a newer part of our brain is called the prefrontal frontal cortex. And the prefrontal cortex is in the kind of the forehead area, if you will. And that's where um, thought processes like our higher cognitive functions are, memory, attention, planning, creativity, and problem solving. So this is where we want to be operating from more often than not. Because when our limbic system, our primitive brain is running the show, it is only concerned with you living. It's only concerned with you getting away from whatever it is perceiving as as dangerous, but not necessarily if it if the thing really is dangerous. So the more we can get out of that fight or flight, the more that we can reassure our limbic system that we got this, it's all good, we're figuring this out, the more that you can operate from that prefrontal cortex area of your brain, it's gonna be easier to think, literally, it's gonna be easier to think, 
you're going to come up with more solutions, you're going to come up with more creative solutions, and you're going to be doing those things from a much, much calmer, calmer space. So it's kind of like if you want to give the two areas of our brain kind of a, a name, if you will, the limbic system is kind of like the toddler part of our brain. You know, toddlers, they just want to be happy. They don't want to be um, upset and they just want to kind of lay around and chill. But our prefrontal cortex is the adult part, the reasoning part, the logical part. Um, so the more that we can operate from that part of our brain, the better. So um, I hope you enjoyed a little uh, Human Brain 101. Um, this is just scratching the surface. I'm going to elaborate more um, moving forward, but at least you can get um, somewhat of a, a foundational understanding of, of why your brain does what it does um, to just kind of ease up on yourself a little bit so you know that you're not crazy, you're not messed up, um, your brain is just trying to protect you in some way, shape, or form. But then thanks to my favorite word, neuroplasticity, just know that it's always changeable. No matter if it's something that you have tried to change or modify for, no matter how long, it's still possible to change it. Maybe you don't have quite the best way to change it yet or have found the way that works for you to change it. But I don't want you to give up. I don't want you to give up on having the life that you want, on um, living a full, full life rather than just settling for life's crumbs. So um, I hope today's episode um, was uh, interesting, that it was inspiring, um, and that you'll tune in next time. So thank you for joining me. I am Jen Barron, a certified life coach, and this was episode one of Reset Your Mindset.